Hello, everybody, and welcome to Paranormal Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with my big and bad and sexy co-host, Rick Warren. What's going on, brother? How you doing, Eddie? I'm doing good, man. Uh, Aches and pains, but, you know, that's how it goes, I guess, when you get a little bit older and you're working out on a ranch, so it, it takes its toll. Feel like you've been drugged by a horse, huh? Literally, and, and I didn't even get on the damn horse today. It was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and Darren says, hey, guys, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you, too, Darren. We appreciate that. Hello, Darren. And happy Halloween to everybody else out there, because this is yes Halloween, October 31st. You know, you know that- what's happening right now, Eddie? What's happening? We have one of the most beautiful moons out there. And I know that I looked on our topic board there and that's what you want to talk about. And that's beautiful. But I uh, stepped outside and took a couple of pictures of it. They weren't very good because I'm in the city. Oh, and you're yeah. out there in the beautiful country. Yep. Happy Halloween, Valerie. She says, happy Halloween, Rick Warren. And, Hello, uh, Valerie. We have uh, Sonia on. Evening, everyone. Happy Halloween, Sonia. Glad you could make it. And uh, Darren says, hey, Rick. There's Sonia. Hey, Darren. Yeah, man, it's good to have Sonia on here. We, we haven't seen her for a little while. I don't I don't know what happened I to know. her. She's been, well. She's been MIA, she kind schooling. of. She's been MIA. MIA. Yeah. <laughs> yep, MIA. But we're glad you're back. But, yes. you know. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about the moon uh, in the full moon and its effects. But the one thing I wanted to cover real quick was Halloween. So Halloween is a holiday celebrated each year on October 31st. And Halloween 2020 will occur on Saturday, today, October 31st. The tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival in Samhain when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints, which, by the way, November 1st is El Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. Um, soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions uh, and, oh, the evening before was also known as All Hallows' Eve and later Halloween over time. Halloween evolved into the day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festival gatherings, donning costumes, and eating treats, which is what I was just doing. So, I'm man, mm-hmm. I just dropped a piece of my treat. You see that? Hershey, Hershey's. Hershey. Yep, hang on. The other part of my treat went to the floor, but I saved it. Um, let's see here. Uh, 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 let's see. Oh, yeah. Eating treats. So we're going to go on after that. Halloween's origins date back to ancient Celtic festivals. Um, the Celts who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland. Ireland. Irish is always good. Uh, the United Kingdom and Northern France celebrated their new year on November 1st, El Dia de los Muertos. 
oh, and November 2nd is El Dia de los Muertos too. One is for the adults, one is for the children. This day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of year that was often associated with human death. Uh, I guess because, you know, people would freeze to death, I think, right, Rick? That's what it, the way it worked. Yeah. Yeah, they would. And that was bad. That, that, to grow up in that time and era, you had to be a bad motor scooter. I'm telling you. Uh, Celts believed that on the night before the New Year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead became blurred. On the night of October 31st, mm-hmm. they celebrated Samhain. Is, is that how you pronounce it? S-A-M-H-A-I-N? I believe it's Sam Hean. I'm not Sam sure Hean. how that pronunciation is. When it was believed that the ghost of the dead returned to Earth. Now that's spooky right there. I mean, you got to get in the mood. You got to breathe heavy, all that good stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in addition to causing trouble and damaging crops, Celts thought that the presence of the otherworldly spirits made it easier for the Druids or Celtic priests to make predictions about the future. For the people entirely dependent on the volatile natural world, these prophecies were an important source of comfort during the long, dark winter. To commemorate the event, Druids built huge, sacred bonfires. I'm sure they appreciated it, too, help keep them warm. Uh, yeah. Where the people gathered to burn crops and animals as sacrifices to the Celtic deities. During the celebration, the Celts wore costumes typically consisting of animal heads and skins and attempted to tell each other's fortunes. Hey, Rick, uh, you want me to read your fortune? Um, okay. It, it won't be right, but I'll make it as interesting as I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I can't do that. Um, Aww. At least not on this show. I mean, we have no kids that watch this, for Christ's sake. That's true. That's true. Yeah. When the celebration was over, they relit the their hearth fires, which they had extinguished earlier that evening, from the sacred bonfire to help protect them during the coming winter. Um, did you know, oh, little little fact here, little trivia, one quarter of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember back in the day, as I'm getting uh, really good at saying nowadays, do you remember back in the day when, when you could come back to the house with your sack full or your uh, pillowcase full and grab another one Yeah, and go out, you know? I, dude, I used to top off my pillowcase to where I was <laughs> literally dragging that sucker home dumped it off in the living room floor and took off again for more. And my mom and dad would look at me like, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. My kids had done the same thing. I tell you what. And then uh, it seemed like all the kids had the, Oh, go to this house. It's it's on the second street, third house to the left on the back, man, they're giving out Kit Kat bars and Hershey's and you know, they had favorite houses. Yeah, we didn't and we didn't really care about the decorations. We just wanted the, the candy. Oh hell no. Just for the candy. That's right. And and suffer for the next week. <laughs> oh my God. And dentists would smile. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would. Yes, by, they would. By forty three AD, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of Celtic territory. In the course of the four hundred years that they ruled the Celtic lands, 
Two festivals of Roman origin were combined with the traditional Celtic celebration of Samhain. Or I, I'm not sure how that's pronounced. The first was for, for Alia, a day in late October when the Romans traditionally commemorated the passing of the dead. The second was a day to honor uh, Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. The symbol, symbol of Pomona is the apple, and the incorporation of this celebration into Samhain probably explains the tradition of bobbing for apples that is practiced today on Halloween. So I guess that's where the bobbing for apples came from. You know, Eddie, on those, um, um, the Druids you were talking about, those were a very, very, um, I want to say spiritual, but I also want to say very, um, they were scary. Right. Because they had, they had a lot of traditions and cultural things that they did during their celebrations. And actually, right now, right now, Eddie, there's people that's celebrating in this time and watching the moon coming up and they have the cauldron. I'm not going to say the cauldrons, but they have the fires. They have uh, worship sticks. They have deities. You know, they're boiling some shit that they shouldn't be boiling. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I'm going to like the gravy that would go with it either. Um, oh, there's some people in the chat, Eddie. Huh? There's some people in the chat. Some people in the chat. Let's see what they're saying. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Miguel Cantu can't stay long, but wanted to say hi to everyone and happiest of Halloweens. Happy Halloween, Miguel. He is our director yeah. and producer for Paranormal Analytical and does all the editing and all the film work and footwork and all the different uh, films that we're working on. Darren well, Wedlock says, speaking of getting in the mood, shouldn't you guys be in costume? I am in costume. I am. Look, I got glasses. <laughs> They're flashing. There you go. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm the bobblehead. And uh, Sheila says, hey, guys. Hi, Rick. Hi, Eddie. How you doing, Sheila? Pleasure to see you on here. Gene yeah. Smith says, homemade treats also. And Thomas Rudisil says, oh. <laughs> I guess he's uh, get, passing out candy. Or maybe he's had too much candy. Remember Not the sure parties which. we had as teenagers when we'd go to those teenage Halloween parties? I don't think I ever been to one of those. I was a good boy. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. On All Saints Day, on May 13, 1609 AD, Pope Boniface IV dedicated the Pantheon in Rome to honor all Christian martyrs. And the Catholic feast of All Martyrs Day was established in the Western Church. Pope Gregory III later expanded the festival to include all saints as well as martyrs and moved the observance from May 13th to November 1st, which of course is El Dia de los Muertos. I want everybody to say that with me. El Dia de los El Muertos. El Dia de los Muertos. Muertos. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you yeah. got it. <laughs> By the ninth century, the influence of Christianity had spread into Celtic lands 
where it gradually blended with and uh, supplanted older Celtic rites. In 1000 AD, the church made November 2nd All Souls Day to honor the dead. It's widely believed today that the church was attempting to replace the Celtic festival of the dead with a related church-sanctioned holiday. All Souls Day was celebrated similarly to uh, Samhain with big bonfires, parades, and dressing up in costumes as saints, angels, and devils. The All Saints Day celebration was also called All Hallows or All Hallowmas from Middle English. All, Hall- All Hallowmas meaning All Saints Day. And the night before it, the traditional night of Sanheim in the Celtic region or Celtic religion began to be called All Hallows Eve and eventually Halloween. So, I mean, this goes back a long ways. I mean, there's so much on this stuff, on the history of it. It's really cool. Um, just on just on Halloween alone, Eddie, I mean, we, re- we both realize that right now there are certain people celebrating in a way that you and I will never understand on this night as far as it being Halloween and what it means to them as far as cultural and spiritual event for them. I mean, this is the ultimate night for them. And um, I posted a little thing this afternoon about the veil. Mm-hmm. And I think they really, really try to get as close to the veil and, and actually become a part of it in a way. Right. And real quick here, we said, uh, Thomas says, bullshit, Eddie. I remember that time he took the kid's candy and ran past him down the street and I felt <laughs> sorry and turned around and gave it back to him. You're not supposed to say that, Tom. I'm a good, I was a good guy, you know? Yeah. Okay. Too much info, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired of reading Tom. I stopped reading that shit. I'm getting bored. That's what I just said. I'm tired of reading. So, okay. So <clears throat> I agree with Tom on this, man. I, I don't want to read anymore. Glasses off. So, yes, I was a good boy. Um, I did my mm-hmm, trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. I did take candy once. Tom was the saint and the angel who took it back to the kid I took it from. <laughs> I admit, I came clean there. Okay. So. <laughs> this is a time for a confession. But you That's know. right. Paranormal confessions. Exactly. So yeah. let's get into the full moon, Rick. Let's okay. get into the full moon. Let's talk about how it actually affects people and changes things. Oh, definitely. I mean, I I took a few notes on this and everything, and I couldn't believe what I found. I mean, it just is um, it's astounding what actually transpires on a full moon it affects the animals it affects your sleep it affects human behavior it affects mood energy it affects the tides and it affects the bipolar and that's just a small list of what it affects and i mean uh before the show eddie and i was talking about some of the things that happen with emts and police officers and everything and i asked eddie i said does it really really affect that many people on a full moon and he said yes without a doubt yes yeah and you know 
when Rick asked me that, he goes, do you believe that the moon has an effect on people? I was like, absolutely. I said, I can attest to that, you know, simply because of being a police officer for, you know, almost full 30 years. You know, I've seen so much going on. I've seen so much craziness that whenever the full moon was out, we'd all look at each other like, yep, here we go. It's going to be one of them nights. And it would be. Um, it was crazy nights too. I mean, most of the time, if you're working night shift, it was either quiet or it was mega busy or you really never had an in-between, but a majority of the calls you had were all bad, you know, but I can tell you that during full moons, we had lots more fights, uh, a lot more disturbance calls, shots, fired calls, uh, you name it. I mean, it was, it was happening. And it seemed like everybody was agitated, even the cops. I mean, yeah, all of us. Yeah. Um, real quick, Darren says it wasn't uh, last year or anything, was it? And I'm like, no, no. That was uh, when time Tom and I were both uh, just little kids, you know, like uh, <laughs> like probably what Tom we were what 14, 15 years old, something like that, you know. But uh, yeah, we were we were high school punks. But yeah, we we ran the street and tortured people with uh, bottle rocket fights and wet newspapers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it affect you, Eddie? How how has it affected you as far as a person and what happened or what transpired at a time when the full moon was really in effect on you? Um, I could tell that I wasn't as I, I didn't have the patience that I normally had with people. I was more about getting out there, getting the call, taking care of it and moving on. I didn't really take the time a whole lot to sit there and, and just talk with people. I didn't have patience if they were agitated. Uh, you were more likely to get put in handcuffs during a full moon. You know, if I was dealing with you on, on some level, you know, that where we were on a call. Um, but, that was also because of the fact that we had so many people that were acting up uh, during a full moon night that we really didn't take the chances, you know, or take that many chances, I should say. Tom says full moon definitely has an effect, good or bad, on everyone. Most people don't feel it or perceive it, should I say, but it's there. Uh, you either get good karma or bad karma with a full moon, and it's dirty sometimes. Yeah, I mean... I've always dealt with the bad on it. I've never had anything good. Um, so I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I, I think there's people out there that may be, may experience both like Tom said, but I, I personally on the street, you know, and dealing with calls and having to go out and, and deal with, uh, people that were acting up or bad. I've never seen anybody acting good with it. I sat there and I wonder, like I said, I, I, uh... I, I like what Sonia said there, and she said, full moons affects animals too. And um, I, I will agree with that. I really will agree with that because it is one of those things that um, I guess it reaches not only the physical, but the mental and the psychological part of not only human, but animals too. Well, you know, with the moon getting closer to the earth and causing changes to the tide because of the gravitational pull you know mm -hmm. i think that has a lot to do with why a lot of times people feel that effect 
and maybe not necessarily they're aware of that effect on them. But if you have a gravitational pull that's pulling a different direction than what, say, the Earth is pulling, you know, I, th- I think it's going to affect you, some, you know, somehow. Mm-hmm. I was telling Eddie earlier when we were talking that I used to live out in San Diego, California, and um, it was just mesmerizing to me to sit there and go out on the, on the pier. I was at Mission Beach and uh, La-, La Jolla and um, Black's Beach and uh, other places out there like that. And on full moons, we could sit there and, and walk out there in on the pier, way out there on the pier, and just sit there and watch the moon. And it had a mesmerizing a total mesmerizing effect, Eddie. You just, you didn't want to say anything. You didn't want to talk. You just wanted to experience the experience of what was actually happening at that time. And it just totally enthralled you. Well, look at all the different things the moon has effects on. Uh, Real quick. Hi, Andy. Nice to see you on here, man. I'm glad you made it on the show. Uh, I've been talking to Andy off and on, and he's a real good guy. Uh, He's got, uh, he's really into the paranormal as well. So I'm glad he finally made it onto the show over here. Well, um, hello, Andy. But I think like a a lot of the, it goes back in the uh, way way back in time though. If you if you think about it, Rick, um, look at all the old, uh, the old stories, you know, uh, and you know the stories, you know, from the, you know, from like way back in the Middle Ages where they talk about like the werewolf and things of that nature changing, you know, at the time sure. of the moon. Um, you know, you've got a lot of uh, gypsy stories and uh, things that take place when the moon is full as well. I mean, there's a lot that goes and dates way back, you know, without scientific data that talk about, you know, how people change in different attitudes and things of that nature when the moon is full. Yeah, they there was a lot of things, and I, I was surprised also that um, – there was a lot of things that the Native American um, actually did too, as far as the full moon, when there was um, almost like an escalation from the first of the month all the way to through the uh, month itself. And then at the very end, it was almost like a culmination of a spiritual gathering of a spiritual high, so to speak, that would be a part of their not only celebration, but their almost incantations and uh, conjuring at that time. Right. And not only that, but as well as the seasons, and, and seasons as well, like uh, Darren was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Look up, if you would, Rick, and see if you find something on the full moon, you know, and see how far all these stories go back. Andy, I'm going to send you a link, man. I want you to jump on here. I think you're sitting there trying to tell me you got some stories. Grab that link and uh, try and jump on. I'm going to bring you on to the show and see if you can uh, talk a little bit about some of your experiences as well while Rick's looking this up. What I found, Eddie, so far is that there is an actual power of the moon that has a mood-altering effect. And that's that goes right, that corresponds right with what you were talking about, the EMTs and the police officers and everything else like that. Uh, not only them, but also is the fact as far as what happens at the hospitals and the different um, uh, institutions. Uh, uh, one of my friends um, is a correctional officer, and he said he hated the full moon 
because there were just so much that was going on that would set off, you know, everybody that was incarcerated at that time in an institution or something like that. And they would actually have almost full scale uh, riots and fights all the Mm -hmm. time. And, um, you know, it's just hard to believe that there is a altering power, if you will, of who and what the moon is. You know, I mean, it has been part of um, creation. I mean, it is a part of creation. And where it's setting and everything so close in proximity to the earth and everything, just a slight amount of change hits the earth and, and everybody on it. And it rocks your boat. Right. Well, we've got Andy on. What's going on, man? Cool. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. We got you live on the show, buddy. <laughs> awesome. Hey, real quick, everyone. We're going to take a quick little uh, break. And when we come back, we're going to hear uh, some stories that Andy has and get back. Andy, you got some stuff on uh, and dealings that you've uh, experienced when the moon is full? No. Not too many, but but I've 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 had experiences not on camera, but I've decided to lately. I've been wanting to, you know, record more. Let's get it on get it on 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 uh, you know, record it. Okay. Well, so, think about what you're going to talk about. We're going to go on a quick little music break, and uh, when we come back, we'll go into some of the details of what you got going on. Stand by, everybody. Here we go. we lost andy all righty well we're back anyway andy if you uh get your uh situation fixed whatever i think we uh we lost you on here uh ended up with a black screen i did or me no 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 andy 
Oh, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, he disappeared. Yeah, he, he like he nosedived and was gone. I think he lost his uh, connection. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we've we've had so many things going on with the full moon, um. And uh, I want to put over here, Rick. You're saying, does anyone know a group or someone who spiritually celebrates Halloween? And Darren, he says, no, not here. They don't really do Halloween here. Wow, that's kind of crazy. You know, I don't, I don't know about growing up without Halloween. I think that's kind of a. Uh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, know. that is kind of. I've never, I've never met anybody that didn't have Halloween. Yeah, I mean, it, it, even even if it's a short one, like we had a a short Halloween over here tonight. Um, I literally took the side by side out the little four by four. I got red and blue lights on it and I was driving around the neighborhood while the kids were out, uh, trick or treating. And I had the red and blue lights going on it, you know, kind of like slowing traffic and things of that nature. So it was pretty cool. There we are. There's a lot of people as far as spirituality is concerned that I remember growing up that there were some of the people that I knew there's Andy. There he is. Sorry about that. (laughs) Sorry about that, I lost you. All right, well, we got you back. So, Andy, yeah, tell us a little bit about what you've had going on and what got you into the paranormal. Oh, my goodness. Um, when I lived in San Diego a few years back, uh, just strange things happening in my apartment, noises here, noises there. Um, one night I was taking a shower, and my lady, she was laying on the couch. I thought it was her. But something ran up to the door. I can hear the, you know, the footsteps were upstairs and, and and knocked on the door three times. And, and I said, I said, well, babe, I'll be out in a minute. And I didn't get a response. But um, so when I came out, she sounded asleep on the couch. And uh, there's another time where, you know, I had an ironing board, I guess, uh, you know, leaning up to where it's impossible to knock it down unless somebody pushed it. This thing, uh, poltergeist activity, I guess, it just, it just, so I heard a boom, and it was sure, sure enough, the ironing board is on the ground, on the floor, flat. <laughs> wow. But um, that's the first time I ever experienced something scared the hell out of me, especially that the when I'm taking a shower. My God, perverted ghost! I don't know. <laughs> so, so what else have you had going on? What, 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 what have you? What made you actually want to jump into the paranormal the way you have? Um, when I started streaming, uh, I got rid of cable, and I, and you know, I got to know a lot of people around the world that, that have had experiences and um and uh i just i don't know i just took a bit i took an interest in it and i want to go out and and uh start investigating some but i just don't want to do it alone i'm on chicken shit you know <laughs> <Excuse my language. laughs> alone sometimes is the best way i mean alone is I when guess. you actually have some really good stuff happening <laughs> be honest i don't like the dark <laughs> yeah so but, um, so andy was uh telling me that he was wanting to head out with our team and uh do some investigating whenever we uh had an opportunity to do that tag along with somebody finally <laughs> so just, there's a maybe maybe i just don't know too many people around here i know i know more people around the world sure but i haven't really run into anyone here that that, that goes out and investigates until i saw eddie doing it yeah, so, I mean, and we really don't get to get out that much anymore like we used to. That's the bad part about it. But hopefully that's all going to change here before too long, maybe after Tuesday. Yeah, that's, 
virus thing needs to squint and slow down already. Yeah, so. but maybe after Tuesday, things will, uh, you know, shape up and everybody can get yeah. back to normal. What do you think, I'm Rick? I'm standby. Let me know. I'm there. <laughs> what do you so. think, Rick? That's my daughter. Forgive that. Just scared of dogs. Hey, Rick, can you hear me at all? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kept asking you what your thoughts are on all that. Oh, I I didn't did not nuke didn't hear you on that one. Huh. Uh Andy, yeah. I was out in San Diego for quite a while. I went to Imperial Beach, Mission Beach, okay. um all over the place out yeah. there. I lived in La Jolla there for a little bit. Okay. And, uh, I mean not in La Jolla, but around it. God, the rent out there was astronomical. I'm on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I lived I guess it is. I, I um I lived in Point Loma off Adrian Street. I don't know if you remember that. Just, mm-hmm. Right there at Mason Beach. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Sunset Cliffs. Oh, I, I loved it. <laughs> I love uh, the boardwalk out there. Man. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. I just I just worked there, and uh, I don't know. It, just, it wasn't my thing, so I had to come back to Texas where it's normal. That's just me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Life but, um, is fast out there. Yeah, it is. It is. I've never had a desire to go to California, ever. Ever. Never? Yeah. Well, Never. I saw the beach. I, would... I saw the um, the beach life, and it's, it's cool and all. It's just um, when, when I had to be, when it came to be, when it came time to become a resident, I didn't like the taxes, so I, I left. There, there was a lot of just high taxes. Well, you're not only taxed at a at a federal level or, your, I mean, state level, but you're also taxed on a city level, and I think they right. tax you every other way they can. Taxi if you have a pocket. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so that can yeah, that can just, get pretty bad. Yeah, I was telling Eddie about uh, how I'd go out there on the piers and uh, go out there with the people on the piers, and we'd sit out there and watch the full moon, and uh, it really affected a lot of people out there as far as the people on the beach, the people that was out there on the pier. I mean, you didn't really want to talk; you just wanted to sit there and and. Um, just just inhale everything that you saw. Mm-hmm. Now, Darren says, do you guys actually investigate or do investigations on Halloween? Yes, I, I have. have a bunch of different times, as a matter of fact. Yes. And uh, it's we've had yes. some pretty good luck, you know. Um, we've also been out to uh, the Donkey Lady Bridge on Halloween. We did a show one time where Patrick and I went live on, uh, mm-hmm. on, the, donkey, on the Donkey Lady Bridge, and that was kind of cool. I mean, we didn't have anything happen, but there were a lot of kids over there looking to uh, have an experience, and they were scaring each other and screaming and all kinds of cool stuff. So we did a lot of cool interviews while we were out there, so it was pretty neat. Right. But, yeah. We did um, investigations out at cemeteries on a couple of Halloweens, and uh, actually we got some really, really good evidence on those Halloween nights. Uh, Eddie, speaking of cemeteries, you, you ever been out Blanco about 10 miles, maybe 20 miles out Blanco Road north? Um, I've been out that way, but I don't recall anything out okay. of the ordinary. What, what have you got going on? Well, I, I, used, to, I used to go out there with, with buddies a long time ago. We would go drinking, and, and um, somewhere along Blanco Road, I can't remember where, we took a right for another, another five or 10 miles, and we came out to the cemetery, and it was a German cemetery. And these graves went go back into the 17, 1800s. I remember that, and I was like, "Wow, this is old." <laughs> it wasn't, it's not even kept right. So, but uh, I, I don't know if anything's out there, but it's old, very old. 
So like an old cemetery? Yeah. Old cemetery. I just, you know, I got, you know, I took a walk in it one night and I just, you know, I got some strange feelings, but that's what I remember. That was a long time ago. Just, I'm just wondering if you've ever seen that place before or heard of it. I can't, I don't remember the name of it. Some old cemetery. It's not even hmm. kept right. Oh, I'll be darned. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Andy, listen, man. Uh, it's great having you on the show tonight. I've got another yeah. person that's going to be coming on to talk about some experiences, but we're going to have to get you on here again. And uh, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll okay. definitely be letting you know if we uh, if we end up going out. Excellent. Keep in touch. I'm ready. I'll stand by. All right, okay, brother. You, know you take care. Thanks, guys. All right. See All right. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. See you, Andy. And we now have uh, great having you on the show tonight. Who's coming up? Look who we have there, Rick. Looky there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sonia. Welcome to the show. You guys can hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That is awesome. It's awesome we have her on the show. So, Sonia, hey, tell Sonia? us. Hey, Sonia. I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. Sonia, I wanted you. I wanted to go ahead and ask you if you might explain what your experiences were with animals and how the full moon might affect them, like you were talking about. Yeah. Okay, like something's wrong with my internet. It's awesome you have her on the show. Hey, I think we're having like uh, some feedback coming out. Sonia, you might have to uh, uh, turn off your the the paranormal analytical that you were watching us on and just stay with the uh, the connection that you have where we're we're all talking you know where you're on the show okay, like turn off the facebook connection hey i think we're having like uh, some feedback coming out so you might have to uh, uh <laughs> you see what i'm saying <laughs> oh no she turned off the wrong one Oh man! And <laughs> she turned we off the wrong Sonya. one. Well, heck, yeah, that's what I think too. <laughs> that was cool. That was cool. I have been um, been watching some of the uh, paranormal shows, and um, you'd be surprised, Eddie. You'd be surprised how many cases of actual activity take place on a full moon. And how many? And I like what Andy said about the investigations. I know that uh, on our investigations into the cemeteries and everything, that um, we really, really got some active and um, you know just activity out there. Yeah, yeah, we do. And I'm really interested to see what Sonia says about animals and how there the full moon affects them. Okay, good because I don't hear anyone going all at once. <laughs> I think we're I think we're good now. Can so, you hear us, Sonia? Yes. All right, I think me? we're good. All right, the floor is yours. Um, animals definitely can feel um, the full moon effects. Um, I know that for a reason because I have two cats. They're both black, and they're like going psycho in my house right now. So. Uh, they're just running around. And Darren says, hey, Sonia. <laughs> Hi. So, yeah, I mean. what? Ed, are, go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. 
what other um, what other uh, instances do you know of animals actually being affected? I mean, um, have you ever been on an investigation with an animal uh, on the full moon? I have not. No. So I was going to say. So today, when I was out there uh, working on the area where the corral is going to be, the horse horses were just going nuts today for some reason. wasn't even nighttime, but you know the full moon's still out there. You know you just can't see it. Mm-hmm. you know during the day mm-hmm. but the the horses were literally just freaking out for no reason running around and and uh i mean they were just being very talkative and very active i mean more than i've ever seen mm-hmm. that's what, that's funny yeti because when i went out to take pictures of the moon tonight it seemed like every neighborhood dog was howling and or barking and, and the crescendo was just, I mean, it, it was awesome. It really was. And I thought, what oh. is going on? And I looked up, and there's the full moon. Yeah, see, and my dogs, they, they sing all the time. I call them Jake and the Snakes because it's Jake. He's like the lead singer. <laughs> and uh, the other ones are the other two little bitty ones, his, his running around buddies. And they're his backup singers. And <laughs> they'll sit there and do everything from rock and roll to sometimes they'll even do like some really slow heartfelt songs and you know and jake sounds sad and i'm like man i was like that's a totally new song you know and and it's like they have their own like like the whole band knows what what happens because even the backup <laughs> singers kind of like slow down the tune and change your the pitch of their of their yaps and their howls and it's hilarious I think I'm gonna have to start recording them and put up their own Facebook page, Jake and the Snakes, and just have songs that they sing. Sonia, what do you that get? Awesome. What do you get as far as uh, the way animals feel the 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 full moon? I mean, is it something that pulls on their insights, their emotions, their feelings? I mean, what is it that that makes them act differently? I mean, because it even changes like. Not only the tides, but the fish, you know, and how they strike when they're feeding. It affects everything. I mean, why is that? Uh, It's hard to say because where I live right now, I just went out walking my dog and it's dead quiet. Like, it's silence. There's no crickets, no frogs, nothing. Um, but then when you go in a certain areas, it's quite like, it's loud. Like you have birds chirping, you have dogs barking at each other. Um, it's hard to say what is going through their mind, but they're all different. Hmm. And why do you think that, that, that effect occurs? It always happens on the first day of the full moon. It's hard to explain it. Like I'm not science, like I'm not a doctor that knows this stuff, but um, it's just the way it is, I guess. Okay, now Sheila is on here. She says, "Hi, Sonia. I have some squirrels that come around our porch every day. They are calm and sweet, and don't yell at you or run away. Every full moon, they go ape shit. They start chasing our neighbors' cats <laughs> and dogs." And they get a bit more aggressive around us and start yelling at us. So the squirrels act up. You know, you got 
squirrels chasing cats and chasing dogs. You got cats chasing dogs and dogs running from cats and running from squirrels. So total mayhem. Do you think it's because of the full moon that's it's affecting them like that, Sonia? Yes. That's so weird. But I guess in a way it's really not because it affects people a lot of the same ways, you know. And like I was telling Rick, you know, when I was, you know, uh, actively on patrol all the time, you know, for the 30 years I was on the department, it was very strange whenever there was a full moon. None of us liked working during a full moon ever. Uh, we had the worst calls come in, the most violent calls. Uh, like I said, shots fired, disturbances. I mean, you can get those at any time. There were just more of them. And some of the more crazier calls you would end up getting during a full moon. Uh, you would see a lot more uh, uh, where people were more tenacious, more violent, more irritated. Um, the assaults that would take place were on the more violent side. Uh, lots more, lot, lot more blood, you know, at scenes. Car accidents would increase. I mean, all kinds of stuff. It was really, really, really bad. You know, Sonia, earlier I saw in your uh, chat that you said that um, you didn't grow up with Halloween. Is uh, is that true? Yes. <laughs> it, was it uh, something because of your, uh, uh, was, was it on my part? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use me, okay. Um, I was raised in a church, okay, at a very early age. And I mean, uh, we were forbidden to even be a part of Halloween because they thought it was, uh, I mean, almost totally demonic. If you celebrated or if you were a part of Halloween, then you were worshiping the devil and, and everything like that. And I'm wondering, you know, if there's anybody else out there that's had that experience, I mean, have you uh, seen that? No, uh, no, not like that. No. Well, Sheila says on here, the first day of the full moon has the most amount of energy. It soaks up all the energy of the sun, so it shines the brightest and puts out more stored-up energy. And that's probably true, because after the first full moon, I think everything starts, uh, you know, lessening, or the effect starts lessening uh, as the as the uh, orbit changes. So, yeah, I mean, that's a... Uh, I guess that would be a good analogy. And like I said before, I think because of the fact that you have so much uh, gravity pulling from the moon... You know, if it can change the tides of the ocean, what else is it doing to us physically? Exactly. Yeah. You know, so just think if it got real close, what would happen to the ocean? Yeah. It would swell up and, and flood everything. The day after. Yeah, the day after. Exactly. <laughs> so, have you ever what, seen that movie? Oh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, that was pretty cool. So what what are your plans tonight, Sonia? What are you going to be doing? Are you going to be watching some scary movies or what? Uh, yeah, I will be. Cool. I help, I handed out candy tonight um, for a bit. And then... Wow. Yeah. You actually had kids? Yeah, not many though. <laughs> wow. Right there. <laughs> That's the stuff. Yeah, and it's sad, guys. There you go. And it's sad. It really is, guys, that, that we don't have the Halloweens like we used to. Right now, We have I have not had one knock on my door. 
and it wasn't that long ago, Eddie, we were talking about this, and I'm sure you can relate to it too, Sonia, that we would have kids all over the place coming to the doors, and you'd sit there and look at their costumes. It was a, it was a joyous occasion almost. Yeah. It was fun, and, you know, you didn't hear about all the bad shit that took place back then that you hear about now. You know, it's it's a it's a different world now. Like, I was real happy to see that here in my neighborhood that there were parents that took the kids out, you know, put up hay bales in the back of the trucks and were driving around the neighborhood real slow. It's a it's a nice size area, but most of the houses here are between five and fifteen acres. And people were coming out to the road and they had little tables set up. And as the trucks went by with the kids in the back, the trucks would stop. People would walk over to the trucks and give the kids candy. So the kids were still dressed up in, in costume. And uh, so I thought that was pretty neat. And we were uh, following around behind them in uh, my side-by-side, my little 4 by 4 side-by-side Kubota. And I had red and blue lights on that. So I, was, I had those going. And there were probably... I want to say two or three other officers that live in the area that were out and about and had their red and blues going as well, you know, making sure traffic went slow and, you know, patrolling around, making sure the kids were safe and so forth and so on. So it was, it was pretty good. I'd love to be able to go back in time just a little, a little ways and sit there and look at what, uh, I mean, it was, it was just a fun time to sit there and, and dump that sack out on the floor or on a table or anywhere actually, and see what the hell was in that sack. Yeah. Darren says, uh, yeah, I went through that too, Rick, even though we don't really have it here. Uh, the church made it quite clear. They frown upon it. That's kind of sad, though. Yeah. And uh, it, it was. It really he also was. says, uh, when you look back on all the really old photos of Halloween, man, some of the costumes are creepy, LOL. <laughs> Do you remember but, some of the costumes you wore, Sonia? Uh, I only went maybe twice so far. One when I was small, I went as a pumpkin and then a <laughs> witch. And then um, last year I had, I painted my face, like half of it is, was skeleton. The other half I had like just regular makeup. Um, and then this year I went out as a doctor. Very cool. Yeah. Couple of kids told me they're like they really love my costume. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, no, I'm really a doctor. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, do you remember some of the fa- the masks and everything, the old costumes oh, that we yeah. wore? You I still remember see. the smell of those old masks. Breathe. Remember how huh? those old masks smell? Those old plastic ones. Oh yeah, nasty. Yeah. They they always had that that. That smell, that certain Halloween mask smell, you know. But uh, I went oh, one time. Now, mm. yeah, I went one time. I went as a demon, and I was dressed up in full leather. Uh-huh. Man, I had high leather, knee high boots. I had leather pants. I had a uh, leather jacket. And uh, Miguel Cantu's brother Manuel did some makeup on me, and man, I looked gnarly. I had a burnt cross burnt into my head big burnt cross it was like you know like this long and it was like melted in there and it was all red 
I had the the eye thing from the pharaohs that came around. You know how the pharaohs looked, you know, with that eye. Oh yeah. You know, deal. Uh, I had big burn spots on my cheeks, and it was it was I looked gnarly. And I I, I remember I was on my way to a Halloween costume over at Cowboys, which is a a dance club, you know, for country dancing. And they had a Halloween costume contest, and uh, I went in. But before I got there, I, I stopped over at Wendy's to get a hamburger. And there was this dude at the counter, and he <laughs> he wasn't looking. He had his back turned to me, messing with the fries. And I was standing there waiting for him to turn around so I could make my order. And, man, he turned around and saw me, and he jumped and screamed, and he ran to the back. And then the next thing I know, all the other employees <laughs> came out, and they're peeking around the corner. And I was like, seriously, y'all? I was like, I just want a burger. I'm starving. <laughs> and uh, so they, they take my order, and I got my food for free that night. That was really cool. And uh, we went to uh, I went to uh, uh, Cowboys. So while I was walking around over there, I uh, happened to run into another dude that was dressed up as a priest. And I was like, perfect. Whoa. And I looked at him. I was like, you're a little late. But I, but I was real demonic about it. I was like, you're a little late. And he goes, bless you, my son. And I was like, bless you, my yeah. yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to help. I said, but we need to win this contest. I said, so we're sticking together. Anyway, we didn't win it, you know, but uh, Cheech and Chong won it. They were a really good Cheech and Chong pair. But uh, we came in second, which was really cool. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was pretty gnarly. But, yeah, some of the makeup looks real. I mean, real, real, real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went as the crow one time. I had the full makeup, the face makeup. And How'd you get the beak on? Long like it is. <laughs> Do what? How'd you get the beak on? It was kind of hard. I mean, it, that plastic <laughs> was pretty rough on my nose. <laughs> But yeah, I went to, I, who was that? Brandon Lee, I believe in that yeah, movie. Brandon Crow. Lee. And uh, yeah, I mean, I had the white makeup, the eyes and my hair being long like it was. I was able to really get that effect with this hair and everything. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, I got a lot of compliments on that, on that one there. Yeah, it looks like it would have worked real good on you. Yeah, I just got a, got a message from James and... Um, Danielle LeBouf, or whatever, mm-hmm. how you ever pronounce that. And their kids are looking pretty gnarly tonight, too, in their costumes. Awesome. Uh, I think he I think he has, like, what, four or five kids that they, that they dressed up? My I think, gosh. I think he has more than that. Uh-huh. I think six, seven, or eight, something like that. I hope he knows what causes that. Damn. Might even have more than that. <laughs> James, James is a busy boy. No doubt. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot of puppies. I'm telling you. I mean, you almost got a full litter like that. Damn. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do if I had a litter like that. Mm. What do you think? What do you think, Sonia? I could not do that. I'm sorry. So <laughs> I cannot have that many kids. No you're way. saying eight or ten is too many? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you see Danielle, she's, I mean, we, you see uh, Sonia, she swallows, she's like, yeah. I don't know if I can handle that many. I mean, it's almost like, oh my God. We call that many a tribe. <laughs> a tribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sonia's like, that's a horror story in its own. <laughs> <laughs> One little, two little, three little Indian, four little, five, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what, Rick? I cannot believe it. An hour's gone by. 
No way. Dude, I'm telling you. No man. way. My little time is over here going blink, blink, blink. Oh, man. Hard to believe. We have a, I, I have fun on these kind of shows like this, man. I do, too. Just, just kind of relax just and kick back. BS. Let's see. Uh, we have here, yeah. Darren says real quick, the police calls must be funny. Offender is dressed as Satan or a killer clown, etc. Actually, that's the way they're always dressed, whether it's Halloween or not. <laughs> I mean, that shit doesn't change. They're always dressed funny. So, mm. you know what? Let's go ahead and, I guess, uh, say our uh, final piece. Uh, we'll start off with Sonia, since she's our guest on the show right now. Sonia? Well, thanks for having me on. <laughs> Wasn't expecting this. <laughs> but that's good. We're always happy to have you on, Sonia. <laughs> yeah. It's always it's good. Fun. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you. So uh, I'll let you do your your good nights and all that. Besides, just thank you for having me on. You can go longer than that. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You can say um, <laughs> happy Halloween. Good night, everybody from Spooky Sonia in Canada. See, I don't celebrate Halloween though. That's the thing. Well, I know, but still. <laughs> But just think, when we do uh, the a show on uh, El Dia de los Muertos again, we talked about that once, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that one. That, that was a good show. El Dia de los Muertos was really cool. Darren says, uh, nice show, guys. Have a great evening. You too, buddy. You be safe. And uh, I think I'm going to get back to eating some candy. Rick, you want to give it your last bit? You bet. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sonia, for being on with us and everybody in the chat and everything. And I just want these uh, I just want the night to be a good one. I know it's going to be with a uh, great people that we have. Be safe out there and be spooky. Always, always. Now it's my turn. Now I don't know what to say. Thanks, Sonia. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm never at a loss for words. (laughs) but seriously everybody happy halloween thank you all for being on the show tonight we really appreciate it sonia thank you so much for being with us i appreciate you being on the show very much as well as rick and uh we also had uh uh, andy on the show as well andy guerrera uh it was a pleasure having you on the show looking forward to talking to you some more and hopefully you're going to give us some more experiences before too long but uh it is a good creepy night with a badass full moon Oh, and by the way, it's mm-hmm. supposed to not only be a full moon, it's a blue moon tonight as well. So I think that's pretty cool. Remember that old song? Blue moon. You know, remember that, that by Elvis? One of the oldies. Yeah, one of the oldies. Remember that? <laughs> you know, it makes you want to go park out somewhere in the dark in a convertible. Yeah. You know, just get out there. Yeah, we parked in the cemetery. Hey. Heck you know? yeah. And just, you know, sit there no, all romantic no. playing the music. So. You bet. I don't know. I I wouldn't. I wasn't around back in the fifties, but I suppose that's what they did. I was in the sixties, seventies. Yeah, seventies, yeah. eighties for me. Many moons ago. And and Sonia, <laughs> what was what eighties? Yeah, eighties were cool, man. Big hair, punk rock, <laughs> Devo, yeah, Pat Benatar, all that. But anyway, y'all take care. We appreciate it. Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, Please be safe and uh, take care of each other. Love love each other, you know, every chance you get. And remember, we're going to be back on next Saturday. And uh, 
Not to mention, uh, we also have Political Analytical going to be on Wednesday. Well, actually, wait a minute. Sun- well, that's Sunday. Tomorrow. Sunday. Sunday and Tuesday. Yeah. Tomorrow and Wednesday. Tomorrow and Tuesday. We, yeah, we yeah. have Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Rick. We got we got a trifecta coming up, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to be politicked out by the time Wednesday hits. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to politic anymore after that. I know. It's getting rough. Especially getting during rough. Election Day because we're going to be uh, pretty much on all the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'll be celebrating my mom's birthday on the 3rd. Are you really? Yeah. Well, cool. Tell mom happy birthday for us. I will. And uh, so anyway, y'all take care. We appreciate it once again. We love you guys. And uh, as always, from Paranormal Analytical, happy Halloween. And uh, we'll see you next time. Good night, guys.